Happy Kaye, motherfuckers. It's the Shoot Brothers Podcast. Live on the air. Myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, Cameron Thunder Osborne. Nakatomi Tower. <laughs> Plaza, sorry, Nakatomi Plaza. Uh, it's been a while. Not even Christmas anymore, but I uh, just threw that in there because uh, it feels like Christmas this time of year in the wrestling world. When you're on the road to WrestleMania, Revolution, Royal Rumble just happened, Vengeance Day, so much is going on. Just the gift of giving in the wrestling world never stops. Mike, and, the, the, <laughs> the world of wrestling is the world that keeps on gi- giving. You're exactly right because it's, you know, it, it does not stop folks ladies and gentlemen this this does not this is the news pretty much we are delivering you the news uh essentially yeah 24-hour cycle we're on a 24-hour cycle you never know what's going to happen at any time uh so let's get into the show let's get into the show let's kick off with the uh the 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 ple we had a ple on the weekend uh, Mike, I'm talking Vengeance Day over with NXT. Review. That's right. Back on the road down in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. So nice big crowd, like 5,000 or so, something like that. Yeah, it sort of seemed like a like a Rico Coliseum type of size. Yeah, good venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were in Charlotte, so they had Charlotte Flair do the little introduction video. She is the queen of the Queen City. No, her name's Charlotte. That's why. Oh, I thought she is she is she, is she not from uh, the Queen City? I don't know. She might be from there. It uh, doesn't matter. Let's just get on with the show. Starting off with the North American title match: West Lee versus Dijak. And yeah, bigger crowd, just hot, chanting for Wesley right off the bat. He's doing flips, he's doing dives, Dijak doing his power moves, a big Death Valley driver on the floor. Um, yeah, just uh, and then Lee hits a poison Rana on Dijak, bunch of big moves there. Uh, then there was a, a bit of a scary looking spot when they both fight to the top rope. Dijak goes for a big power bomb. Lee reverses midair with a Hurricane Rana and just barely gets around. Uh, almost landed on his head. Yeah, that was a real, uh, you know, you got to pull cur- curl in that neck. Curl <laughs> yeah. in that neck because uh, you're going to get pretty damn close. Yeah, pretty close, but he made it. Uh, and then, yeah, he's just hitting moves off the top rope, a spiral tap. Which is AJ Styles' old finisher, where he just does like a swanton and a 360. Oh, yeah. Cool move. Uh, yeah, the match is hot. The crowd's chanting, This is awesome. And they fight to the floor. Dijak puts Lee in one of those office chairs and slides a broom across to lock him in. And he goes for a top rope moonsault. But uh, all of a sudden, Tony D'Angelo and Stax appear out of nowhere and they shove Lee out of the way, taking the hit. So I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, I thought uh, Tony Angelo was in charge of all the people. Is he trying to recruit <laughs> more people? I don't know. I don't know why he's doing a favor for Wesley, but uh, either way, he helps him out here. And then uh, back in the ring, Wes hits Dijak with his little backflip handspring drop kick. 
And uh, I think at this moment, Dijak, you know, he puts his hands up to protect himself a bit, still takes the kick to the head, and suffers a gruesome injury to his finger, um, which was, you could see it bent at like a 45-degree angle there. And at the, the middle knuckle. Yeah. So it, <laughs> it was a real... Uh, it was a real no blood, or, no blood or anything, but yeah, that looked like a probably like, yeah, it's a classic dislocated finger. Yeah, luckily for him, that was the ending spot of the match, anyways. So Lee pins him, and the camera just zooms in to show that messed up finger. Oh, it was cringy. Yeah. I think uh, in the post show, Shawn Michaels confirmed it was just dislocated and not broken. Thankfully, so could have been worse. Exactly. Pop that sucker back in. Just pop it back in. You've seen the movies, folks. You know how that goes. Just, okay, on one, two, three. (laughs) One, two. (laughs) Yeah. I saw a nice picture he tweeted out after of him sticking up his middle finger, and it's like all twisted. Damn, that's crazy. And then someone made a nice mock-up T-shirt where it says, Die Jack, but the J is his finger. (laughs) (laughs) Perfectly. (laughs) Uh, buy it uh, you can buy it now www.shop.com yeah either way though this was a great match a lot of fun Mm -hmm. Um, great way to start the show (laughs) hopefully that finger will be ready to go he'll be be fine yeah exactly Uh, after that we got the NXT women's tag titles on the line you got team KC I think they call them something now like KC Express or I don't know. I think they're actually doing the KC thing now. Oh, they actually had the what? Know. They had a little name on the uh, on the banner there. I think I heard or saw. I don't know. Some they said something at some point, but anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm still calling them Team KC taking on Fallon Henley, Kiana James for those titles. Uh, Briggs and Jensen accompanying the ladies, and uh, you know they even get involved at one point. Caden Carter smacks Jensen on the ass unprovoked so kiana james doesn't like that starts chasing her around and uh yeah you know kc just doing their thing bunch of high flying moves uh some cool double team spots my favorite of the match when fallon and kiana they hit this combo it was like a michinoku driver and a sit-out power bomb at the same time that should be their finisher it was i love that it was cool yeah, I well, anytime, Mike, you know how I feel. Anytime uh, things are done in tandem, whether it be your ring gear, specifically your entrance, <laughs> uh, you know, have a point. And uh, yeah. more of that, more of that. More of that. Caden uh, Carter hits a nice big diving cutter off the apron to Kiana on the floor. And then Caden's uh, got Fallon sitting on her shoulders. They're both on the top rope. So Fallon on Carter's shoulders. Katana climbs up, hits a just jumps up, hits a huge Hurricane Rana. It was like being on the fourth or fifth rope. She was up so high. <laughs> fourth or but, fifth rope. Yeah, big move there. Uh, Fallon kicks out of that though. She manages to get Carter uh, down in a pinning combination, and while she's got her down, Kiana James grabs Caden's legs. Uh, holds him down for the extra leverage behind the ref's back, and we get the three count. Fallon Henley, Kiana James, new tag champs. I uh, suspicious though, wouldn't you say? I, I don't care. I like it. Nice upset. <laughs> yeah, win. you you were you just said you wanted it. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't fully expecting it, but Kiana James showing she still got some dirty tricks up her sleeve. But 
I'm still hoping that she's a nice girl now and she's not uh, gonna hurt Jensen or anything. I don't know. If you're willing to cheat in a match, <laughs> who knows? Uh, yeah, where I go. You know, too bad. Uh, too bad. To see though, <laughs> Team KC's uh, the historic reign coming to an end. 186 days. None of the reigns. Undefeated for 186 days. More than Io Shirai. Until someone hits 200 plus. More than Candice LeRae. Well, no one's had. More than Shotzi. Yeah, I still don't call it historic, (laughs) even if it is the longest. Okay. Anyways, doesn't matter. It's over. New champs. From foes to champions, Fallon, Kiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, match was a lot of fun. And yeah, you know more of this. The women's tag titles, when you actually book them, you can have a lot of fun. Well, I mean, don't you, don't, don't, don't we, isn't that said every time? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. Who knows? See it's up to you. Goes. It's up to you, uh, Hick and Bottom. Figure your shit out. Yeah. Next match, Carmelo Hayes, Apollo Crews, best two out of three falls. Uh, just a nice competitive bout. Uh, Apollo with a big moonsault to the floor, and then Cruz goes on a roll. Uh, Carmelo gets him in the gets Apollo in a crossface, and he taps out. So just like that, Melo wins the first fall. Uh, then a bit later, Apollo hits this really cool move. It was like. A Canadian destroyer DDT. He did like a flip into the DDT. Really cool. He's he's at he he's he was at the top of his game throughout this entire bout. Yeah. Yes. This was a great match. Uh, Trick Williams gets involved. He takes off one of the turnbuckle pads, but Carmelo's the one who gets thrown into it. Uh, but then again, Trick jumps in the ring with a chair, and then all of a sudden, Daba Kato. The man formerly known as Commander Aziz, uh, he stops Trick from interfering, helps his old buddy Apollo, but uh, all this commotion at ringside allows Carmelo to regain control. He hits the nothing but net leg drop, gets the pinfall, so he wins the match 2-0. and 2-0? and uh, We have not seen this in years. <laughs> yeah, big surprise there. <clears throat> Carmelo Hayes with the dominant win. Uh... And then afterwards, Daba Kato, he helps Apollo up, but then headbutts him, hits a sit-out choke bomb onto the chair. So, uh, yeah, he's a bad man. So, do we think Aziz and uh, and uh, Apollo, like, do you think they're buds in real life? Like, why go back to it? <laughs> I don't know. I guess they just want to get this It's crazy. Did, now, did uh, Commander Aziz survive the, all the, he survived all, or Daba Kato, sorry, Daba Kato, he survived all the releasenings. Yeah, I guess so. Wild, eh? Yeah, so I guess he's like the he, big he's the big motherfucker. Yeah, of NXT at least. Yeah. So. Uh, he has a lot of main yeah. roster experience though. Um uh, he has some. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say a lot. Uh, he but. was there throughout for uh Apollo Cruz's whole uh what was it? US the IC title run? Yeah, I mean time wise he was there, but yeah. I feel like we never really saw him much. He didn't really do much. Oh, I don't mean impact. <laughs> I okay, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, t- time spent. He's got tenure. Tenure. Exactly. <laughs> um, felt, uh, yeah, felt really good. If you know what it felt like? It felt like a, uh, 
almost like an unofficial number one contenders match. Uh, pretty much, yeah. That's what I kind of. That's uh, what I kind of felt throughout this one. Uh, seeing the next two top guys go at it. Um, because next up is the Fatal Four Way for that tag team championship. Of course, belonging to the New Day. They're taking on pretty deadly Chase University and Gallus. Remember the the four uh, the the former UK tag champs, of course. Yeah, big beefy men. Big uh, beefy men. Yeah, so we got the we got the four teams out there. We got Thea Hale in Chase U's corner, extra fired up for the big match. Yeah, as they should, uh, as they should. They're a winning institution. Always. Yeah, love her passion. She's got great great spunk found out she's only like 19 years old so oh jesus good for her wow even younger than roxanne perez 19 yeah. years like old straight out of high school to, to pretty, to pretty much yeah it's crazy a, she really is <laughs> and uh in the best uh the the best faction here in nxt by far <laughs> yeah I'd by say. far uh the crowd's loving the new day though lots of new day rocks chants um uh, pretty good batch you know everyone's got their moments hitting their spots new day hit the midnight hour but the pin gets broken up and then a big spot when uh andre chase hits a superplex off the top rope onto the floor onto a bunch of guys there to catch him uh then duke Hudson gets in goes on a roll but then gallus grab him hit a double choke slam through the announce table which leaves andre all alone uh so it's basically him against both of Gallus, but he's he's doing okay. He's hitting the foot stomps. The crowd's chanting. The they're spelling out Chase U. Uh, and then yeah, he hits a big cross body for a near fall, but then pretty deadly hit Kofi Kingston with spilt milk on the floor, which leaves Xavier Woods all alone in the ring. Gallus hit him with their finisher and get the win. So Gallus, uh, new tag champ and new. You know, pretty deadly. Yeah, They've probably. already pretty deadly's held the championships a couple times now. Uh, yeah, here in NXT, you know, of course, the New Day, their main roster people, they always had been, and uh, poor Chase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wanted Chase you, but I guess this is probably their way of transitioning it, so you can have a heel team to lose to the the big baby face Chase you. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Because, I mean, Gallus, they're fine, but. They're probably my fourth favorite team in this match. So, <laughs> <laughs> yikes! Uh, yeah. And then, which signals also the New Day's return to uh, the main roster. Yeah, makes sense. Get them back in time for WrestleMania. Whatever they're gonna do. Also, uh, I, I want to say Xavier Woods. Um, it, literally, this rain tied the amount of days as uh, Brizango's. Uh, own NXT title <laughs> run, so uh, up, up, down, down. Um, I don't, I don't watch their, I don't watch their channel really. I'm not sure who the better gamer is, but uh, they are equal when it comes to NXT tag team championship reigns. Well, there you go. Fun you go. fact for you. You always got to have something. Always got to have something like this NXT women's title match. Roxanne Perez defending against what is remaining of Toxic Attraction here. Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Uh, yeah. Woof. Because they already, they told us last week they're going to work as a unit throughout this. Um, well, I don't know. Despite the fact that uh, only one woman can win. Yeah, well, right off the bat, yeah, they're working together. Double team in Roxy. Uh, 
But then, you know, they start getting frustrated, yelling at each other, a bit of shoving. And Gigi's like, come on, just work with me here. So they shake hands. They go back to work. Uh, Roxanne comes flying in with a baseball slide. So Gigi pulls JC in the way to save herself. And then, uh, yeah, she hits Gigi, hits Roxanne with a big move on the apron, makes the cover. But JC yanks her out, says, no, you stay there. And she tries to steal the pin. So Gigi yanks her off. So, toxic attraction, they're arguing, they start trading blows, and the crowd does the whole yay, boo, in favor of Gigi. So, it looks like they've picked their uh, baby face. <laughs> it looks like somehow the crowd decided that for us. Uh, I, don't think yeah, I, I don't think I was leaning one way or the other. Uh, I think I slightly favor Gigi. Yeah. They're both, they're both, I like them both, but I think Gigi's got more potential as a baby face. Mm-hmm. She's got the cool look, the orange hair. It's important to have a cool uh, look if you're a baby face. Yeah. So anyways, there's Toxic Attraction duking it out. Roxanne gets back in there, starts taking them both on. Uh, JC Jane hits the uh, the V-trigger, the kiss from the Rose, former Mandy Rose's finisher. Uh, so she hits that, makes the cover. Gigi breaks it up, so they start fighting again. Uh, G- JC knocks Gigi down and does the suck it chant or taunt. Have you noticed the suckets coming back? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if you noticed uh, Joel Embiid, the center for the 76ers. He got suspended a couple weeks ago for like a game for doing a sucket. Suspension? I heard about the fine. I didn't know he got suspended as well. Oh, maybe it was just a fine. Sorry. Either way, though. I think it was like 25 grand. grand Well, that's that's pennies. (laughs) That's pennies to to those guys. But the suckets coming back. Yeah, I mean, Montez Ford does it all the time. Uh, I feel like I need I to find a place AEW in my life that I can do a suck it. <laughs> like, work, probably no, unless it's specifically about a wrestling conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I could probably pull one out with some of the, where- some of the back warehouse guys that, I, that, we, sh- <laughs> that we share our space with. Uh, yeah, I'm sure know. I could give them a suck it. It's all about who you're around. Yeah. I guess. Exactly. And they have to get that. You, you have to also know they will get the reference. Because if <laughs> yeah, you just otherwise. pointed towards your generals and said, suck it, uh, so I would say, pardon me. <laughs> and it also depends which version you do. If you do the X one or the straight up crotch chop. Ooh, I think I would do. Uh, even... I think the X is a bit less aggressive. X is the less aggressive more... and more like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're doing a DX. But no, I think I would just go yeah. just straight up. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's what JC did. This straight up. <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, I hate to die. Anyway, <laughs> big tangent. Uh, so all three women at one point they're just down on their knees doing the triangle of punches, just hitting each other. The crowd's chanting, "Let's go, Roxy! Let's go, Gigi!" Small pocket of "Let's go, JC!" Let's go. <laughs> mostly Gigi. People and Roxy. came into the match not knowing who we were supposed to cheer for. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I backed the wrong horse. Uh, uh, then at one point, Toxic Attraction, they hit Roxanne with a double super kick, and then they headbutt each other, so they both fall down on top of Roxy, double pin! Ref makes the count, but Roxanne kicks out it too. So we almost had our uh, double We almost had it there. accidentally. I think I think that would uh, that, that almost got me. That would have been a lot of fun. That was a fun little tease, you know? but yeah. Uh, yeah, Toxic Attraction. Finally get back on the same page, working together. They pull out a table, set it up on the floor. Uh, 
then Roxanne hits Gigi with a pop rocks on the floor. Her and JC fight to the top rope. Gigi jumps on the apron. Roxanne kicks her off off the apron through the table on the floor. So she's out. And then Perez hits JC with an avalanche pop rocks off the second rope. And that gives Roxanne the win, retains her title. <sighs> Uh, yeah, good match though. I like I like the storytelling of all three women. Of course, yeah. I mean, especially with the toxic attraction seemingly at their odds or at their ends with each other. Uh, we're we're going right back to Roxanne Perez. Uh, yeah, this match was all about that the, the uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. I thought it was more of a thing yeah. for them for the for it to be a good match and uh, them the band to break up or maybe. We'll find out, but uh, yeah, I just liked how over Gigi was with the crowd. They were they were loving it. I guess yeah, Baby and face. they and that those that those Charlotte Flair North Carolina heads uh, over there <laughs> they have now decided for us. Uh, thanks, Charlotte, the Queen City. <laughs> uh, let's go to the main event. She got. Braun Breaker defending his NXT title against Grayson Waller inside a steel cage. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so we uh, they do their entrances. Waller comes out with a bunch of ladies, and he's got the the chain mill on his head like Scott Steiner used to do. I so was, well, I think Steiner, uh, you know, could maybe sue for gimmick infringement. <laughs> I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, the Waller kicks the cage into Braun as he tries to enter the ring. So they fight on the floor for a little bit, and then we get inside, start the match. Uh, pretty standard cage match, you know, just lots of brawling, slamming into the cage, using it as a weapon. Uh, at one point, Waller imitates Braun's barking, but he ends up sounding like a yappy little poodle. He's like, arf, arf, arf. That was kind of funny to me. Uh, one thing I also <laughs> wanted to notice, I don't think, may, may, or maybe you mentioned, uh, it was a cage match, but without the, the, the match had to end by pinfall or submission. Oh, yeah, that's This right. was that's not so a, lot. so, so every time Grayson Waller, you know, because he, he had a bunch of those, you know, he's climbing up the cage. Uh, it was really just so he could get away from Braun Breaker. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, uh. Yeah, so Braun goes for a spear, Waller avoids, so Braun spears right into the cage, and that allows Waller to gain control for a bit. Uh, he pulls out a cool move. It was like a a sunset kill switch, a cool variation on Christian's finisher. The sunset kill switch. He's, he's done that before. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I don't know if they called it any, if they named it anything, but... Uh, the sunset kill switch! Uh, then Braun Breaker hits a big Frankensteiner off the top rope and uh, goes to follow up with a spear. But Waller leapfrogs over top of him, then hits a low blow, and then the big rolling cutter. But Braun's able to kick out. Uh, so Waller climbs up to the top of the cage once again, but Braun grabs him, hits a big suplex off the top down into the ring. Then he hits him with the big spear, and that gives Braun Breaker the win, retains the title. Uh, yeah, probably. Then, yeah, he just probably didn't have to no be good. in a cage, though. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't the most exciting of cage matches, uh, especially with the I whole guess. pinfall or submission thing. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a bit a, of just bizarre. But um, continuing Braun Breaker's just quite frankly dominance here. 
Yeah. So he, he celebrates. He climbs to the top of the cage, raises his belt when Carmelo Hayes walks out, stares him down. So, like you said, unofficial number one contender. It really felt like it when the match was happening. I mean, as much as yeah. I would like to see uh, the likes of Andre Chase holding that gold, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I know how to play my cards. Um, I guess that I guess that's it. Poor Grayson Waller, though. Like a one and done? Um, like that's two and done. Like that stinks. Two and done? That stinks. <laughs> he'll, he'll, uh, he'll fight another day. I guess day, we got to cycle uh, ourselves back up or whatever. But Because uh, I think Grayson Waller is a future NXT champion. But is yeah, Carmelo Hayes you know, also? I think Carmelo Hayes is the next NXT champion. Okay. Stand and deliver. That'll so. be our pre-mania show. Yeah, that's where I feel like it's probably <laughs> going to happen. The big Most title change. happen, but. yeah. Uh, well, let's move ourselves then uh, through the week. How about a little bit of SmackDown Live? Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Smack. Diggity down. Would like to show just just out just right before we move on. No, no, actually we'll 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 talk about it in just uh, we'll talk about it in just a couple minutes. How does that sound? <laughs> sure. Cool. Cool. We're kicking uh, off the show this week uh, with um, Imperium. Some tag action. Yeah. Imperium taking uh, on Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Yeah, this is the finals of that uh, tag tournament to, to determine number one contenders. So. Yeah, just a solid little match here. The strength and the high flying and a bit of everything. Uh, yeah, eventually Braun Strowman gets the hot tag. Crowd's going wild. Uh, he hits a monster bomb and then he gets Ricochet to stand on top of his shoulders. Ricochet hits a big flipping senton off the shoulders. Uh, hard landing right on top of Kaiser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looked painful, but that gives them the win. So Braun and Ricochet get the tag title shot next week. Damn, so close. I thought, you know, the the way Gunther's been performing, uh, you know, having Imperium be the ones to uh, be performing at a high level too. That was that was really what I was hoping for. But uh, God, Braun Strowman's a babyface, and I don't know, I don't fucking know how. And uh, that's just the way it is, Mike. Crowd loves him every uh, week when crazy. he gets out there. <laughs> I just, I want to, I want to feel it. <laughs> I mean, we don't. Not everyone has to like this. I know. Thing. I just okay. don't get it. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, like you said, like it was hot. Like the crowd was hot. The show was hot. Or you know, kind of like the intro or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, we had a little NASCAR segment where Dominic and Judgment Day or. Yeah, Dominic ends up having a car race against his dad, and Ray wins. Just a bunch of weird cross-promotion, because NASCAR airs on Fox, I guess. Oh, okay. I guess that's... I, I was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it more felt more like a commercial at that point. The whole thing was, yeah, a little weird, but... Anyways, we got a SmackDown women's title match. Charlotte defends against Sonya Deville. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, Sonya does all right. She hangs in there for a bit. Uh, and I don't think anyone expects her to win, but puts up a decent fight, gets a couple near falls. Uh, but eventually Charlotte gets the figure eight. Sonya taps out, so Charlotte retains. 
Isn't this twice now we've seen? Uh, I feel like the last match we saw um, Charlotte Flair in was also against Sonya Deville. It was like a month ago or something, but it happened. <clears throat> yeah, they've been having this little mini feud. Um, I guess Rhea's taking a couple weeks off until they start that building towards a WrestleMania match. So. Yeah. We're going to got to move her over to this point. You know, it's real, it's delicate. You know, we have to move her over from Raw to SmackDown. Yeah. But she'll probably play uh, double duty, I bet. I mean, yeah, or at least have all of Judgment Day go to SmackDown otherwise, because don't want to split them up. And Edge. That's for sure. Uh, I feel like Edge could go wherever he wants. He's okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I want. Well, kind of like Brock Lesnar. Well, well, we know Judgment Day can't be on SmackDown because we already have our top faction. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, but speaking of the Bloodline, uh, we see them arrive without Jay or Sammy, of course. So uh, we go to the locker room. Roman asks Jimmy, "Where's your brother?" Jimmy doesn't know. He hasn't heard from him all week. And, Reigns just says that's disrespectful. You know, it's one thing to not to to walk out, but to not communicate for a whole week. And you guys are defending those titles next week. We don't walk out on our obligations. So, uh, you know, talk to your brother. So Jimmy says he'll be here. He'll be here next week. He just needs some time. So, uh, and then if you remembered, Solo Sokoa is also their brother, but it doesn't seem like it. Like, you heard from your brother? Yeah, they 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 treat him like he's a cousin. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like it. Where in fact, uh, yeah, where Roman's the cousin and the three of them are actually brothers. It's bizarre. (laughs) So yeah, Roman's just like, go find your brother. So Jay's missing. Who knows? It's conflicted. Uh, Brawling brutes took on Viking Raiders. Just a hard hitting grudge match. yeah, eventually Ridge gets taken out on the floor. Butch is left all alone. Raiders hit him with the Ragnarok. Uh, get the win. And then Sheamus and Drew come out after to get some revenge on them for fucking them up in the tag tourney. I think we saw, did we see, uh, we saw um, uh, Sarah Logan. Yeah, she's still just hanging out. Valhalla. Yeah. She kind of approves, she approves them to do stuff. <clears throat> Whatever. Yeah, so... I mean, um, there still there are still rabbit pelts on her. You know, <laughs> there's just gear. like yeah. more of them, kinda. Now it's it's they've they've really just like it's it's full Viking thing. Yeah, antlers well, goes with the goes with the team, I guess. Exactly. But. Yeah. So we're now kind of full in on, like full in on the gimmick, which is you know how much She's, I love being uh, full in on a gimmick. <laughs> I mean, she's been back feels like a couple months now we still have no no sign of her getting in the ring yeah i don't think she's wrestled at all yeah wasn't even in the rumble so she was in the rumble last year she didn't even work here so i don't know (laughs) anyways let's go to a fatal four-way women's match to uh earn a spot in the elimination chamber you got natalia shotzi Shayna baszler zelina vega which uh nice to see vega wrestling in her first uh, actual match in a while. Well, she, uh, she was in the Rumble, was she not? She was in the Rumble. Yeah, she was yeah. the Street Fighter character. No, I mean, yeah, this is her first actual match, but uh, yeah, she looked good. She hit a nice code red for near fall. Uh, Shotzi hits a big suicide dive to the floor, 
And then Vega, it's a real nice, it was like a praying moonsault to the floor. So Zelina looking good, looking good in this match. But, uh, you know, it didn't go her way because Natalia gets her in the sharpshooter. Vega taps out. So Natalia's going to the chamber. Which, at first, I'm like, why the fuck is Natalia? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's in Canada. So that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I didn't even think about that. Huh. Because she just came. Looking at these names, I'm like, She just came back at the Rumble, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, whatever. She'll get the hometown pop, but uh, no chance in hell will she win. Stephanie McMahon? Entering the is Vince entering the woman's <laughs> chamber? <laughs> I mean, that would be hilarious. Imagine that. Like, there's like a get there or like day or like day of some like Natalia gets hurt or something. She's like, I can't compete, and then like the last person to come in, you hear no chance at hell, yeah. and then it's Vince McMahon <laughs> coming down. Yeah, I mean, we had. Uh... Santino Morella play a woman character before. No, but I mean him win. him playing himself. He's not playing. No, like, I know. <laughs> okay. It would be, okay. It would be uh, ridiculous. Yeah, that would be ridic. Uh, we go back to the bloodline. Jimmy and Solo return and say they haven't gotten a hold of Jay. And Rowan doesn't understand. You know, we're all doing so good. I got too much on my plate. I need the bloodline to be strong as ever. So. What do we think he has on his plate? I guess just uh, he's paranoid about losing those titles all the time. Okay, that's fair. But he doesn't have like but, uh, m- business meetings and stuff, right? <laughs> no, I mean he uh, doesn't wrestle that often. He just <laughs> I just I was saying up. I wonder what he what what he's so preoccupied with. I mean he was on Jimmy Fallon, so I guess he's got appearances okay, and stuff. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Flights, hotels, rent a cars, all that. <laughs> Uh, so anyways he's like hey Jimmy I love you sorry for speaking the way I did earlier and Jimmy's like don't worry and he tells Jimmy and Solo Paul Heyman had some nice catering sent to the bus so why don't you go out there and enjoy it while I head to the ring take care of some business that's fair and yeah nice spread some uh, <laughs> smoked salmon some strips sirloin I don't know Something nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> lobster the, tails. The classic. Uh, oh, lobster tails and that little butter <laughs> dish. Yeah, I'm sure they get the best. Oh, I'm uh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bloodline eats great. The rest of the roster eats like shit. Yeah, the rest of the roster has like Swiss chalet. <laughs> Swiss chalet. Cold Swiss chalet. Cold Swiss chalet <laughs> fries and then uh, like half a thing of sauce. <laughs> I remember at my school one time, you know, they have pizza days. Yeah. One time they had Swiss Chalet Day, and yeah, it was like ice cold by the time it arrived. So just like <laughs> cold chicken and fries. And I had, uh, what, Prince Charles? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I think it was a one time experiment, and then they never did it. Because pizza holds hot or like yeah. warm, like lukewarm, you know? Yeah. Like you pick up a bunch at a time, it's ready to go. That. It's it's easy. It's uh, yeah. It's too funny. <laughs> but uh, so, anyways, Roman Reigns comes out. Very mixed reaction. The crowd's chanting "Sammy." Roman says, "I'd rather talk about Cody Rhodes, the guy who won the Rumble, number one contender, someone who actually deserves my attention." But you simple folks reduce me talking about the past, so I'll talk about Sammy. And 
he goes back to war games, says, I looked in Sammy's eyes that night and saw everything I needed to see. I saw greed. And the crowd starts giving Rowan the what treatment? Uh, so he kind of switches up his cadence, doesn't give them the, the pauses, and just says, I gave Sammy the opportunity of a lifetime. He used me, used my bloodline. And then out of nowhere, Sammy Zane shows up, attacks him. He's got the black hood on. He's beating up Reigns. The crowd's going nuts. Um, he takes off his hoodie, revealing his new T-shirt, which is the Sammy Uso shirt. But now it's got Zane duct taped over where the <laughs> Uso was. It's kind of like, I feel like there's a Kevin Owens shirt that has the same motif. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Bryan did it before yes. as well. With Turn the yes, yes, yes into no, no, no. But, uh, yeah, so he's beating up Roman. Roman fights back. Uh, Paul Heyman gives him a chair. But then Sammy hits Roman with a spear. A nice-looking spear. Big pop for that. A, gr- a great-looking spear. Made Edge's spear look like shit. <laughs> it did. From one Canadian to another. Passing uh, of the torch. Yeah, so big pop for the spear. The crowd's chanting Sammy. He grabs the chair, goes to take a swing, but Roman rolls away out to safety so Sammy grabs a mic says you're wrong about me I never wanted anything from you until now I'm coming after you and the undisputed universal champion uh, championship and then that's when Jimmy and Solo appear from behind attack Sammy they hit him with the Samoan spike put the chair around his neck set him up in the corner uh, but then Rain steps in to stop it the crowd chants we want Jay and uh, Reigns just gets in Sammy's face, says, See, they want Jay, but he's not here because of you. I gave you an invitation to the promised land. You break up my family. So I'm going to give you what you want, but you're going to give me what I want. I want you in Montreal at the Elimination Chamber. So I'm going to, yeah, you broke up my family. I'm going to break you in front of your family, your parents, your wife, your child, everyone. So uh, see what happens when you mess with my family. And then, yeah, he just raises his belts. The crowd chants, Sammy, we go off the air. And at this moment, I learned that Sammy Zayn has a kid. I didn't know that. Yeah, he keeps I had no his, idea. He keeps his personal life very private. I just also assumed yeah. he lived in Florida. But, hey, learning a lot about <laughs> Sammy Zayn and his family tonight. I hope there's a little ginger, ginger-faced kid in the front, <laughs> in the front row. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how old he is. Cause, I'm going to say four well, years old. That's pretty young. You might start crying if his daddy's getting beaten up. I don't know, Mike. I think we saw this. I think we kind of booked our, this match ourselves last week. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, I, don't know. I mean, the timing, everything lines up. I know, I know but it you... doesn't. Compl- does it? Comp- does it line up? Is Sami Zayn I mean, going to win? At the elimination chamber, I don't chamber? think so. Exactly. So but the timing think, does not line up. I think the match itself, the crowd will be hotter. The hottest crowd we've seen, bigger than WrestleMania. This, this will be uh, probably the hot. This, this is this is CM Punk in Chicago, type of shit. Yeah. Like this is Money in Might the Bank. Surpass it. This is Money in the Bank 2011, but it's a bunch of French fucking Canadians. <laughs> like they w- they will riot through the streets of Montreal if Sami Zayn does not win and he won't and they're going to trash that city. Yeah, I hope we at least see some garbage thrown into the ring at the end of the night. There's going uh, uh, this match is going to be so ramped up. Um it's going to be hot. 
I mean, I know we're all uh, assuming he's going to lose, and he probably will, but it's going to be a hot, hot, hot match. <sighs> yeah. Can we book him into Mania, though? <laughs> Here's what we do. Triple Threat, Cody, Roman, Sami Zayn, okay? Uh, yep. tw- uh, two falls match. First fall is for that WWE Championship. The second fall is for the Universal Championship. Yeah, okay. I get it. Cody pins Sammy. First pin wins that WWE championship. Sammy pins Roman. Roman goes to Hollywood. Be- Roman goes to Hollywood <laughs> and we give him a pop. They're already in Hollywood. But exactly. So he just kind of <laughs> he leaves just goes the down ring the road. <laughs> right to the Universal Studios lot, starts acting. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, then yeah, he, and then he I comes mean- back once a year for a, for a cool pop. And uh, the legend can be done. But Sami Zayn has to fucking win this thing, man. I mean, if it was up to me, yeah, that would be a good way to do it. But I think they just want a definitive one-on-one. And they're giving it to Cody. But WrestleMania 40, bigger number, bigger years. That could be Sami Zayn's time. So Okay, so it's either (laughs) Sami wins at Mania or... Roman, like Sammy wins at the next Mania and Roman retains for another 365 days. I think Roman will lose to Cody, but then by the time next year rolls around, who knows? Who I know, champions. I know. I just want it. There's a pattern. WrestleMania, every 10 years, uh, a smaller guy wins. At number 10, it was Bret Hart. 20 was Chris Benoit. 30 was Daniel Bryan. So that lines up perfectly for number 40, <laughs> Sammy Zayn. But, but will the fire still know. be there? I think so, especially if he's not the champion at all. I think I think he'll be like Daniel Bryan. They're gonna they're not gonna quit on him until he wins the title. And you think it's gonna be at next year's Mania? This is gonna be another year and a half of No, this. I don't know. No, you can say yes. Not the longest. That would be insane if they could keep the world's attention for like two full fucking years. Uh yeah, man. Cause Roman comes in the ring and the the arena's fucking silent. When these segments have been going on these last, what, five months? Four, five months? Yeah. Shit, dog. I need it. I need it, Mike. <laughs> Let's move on through the well, show, though. We'll get more on that, I'm sure, later in the Chambers next weekend. Whatever. Uh, let's, what about a quick little uh, romp through Rampage? Finally seeing the Elite back in action after um, some apparent Kenny Omega passport issues. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, that visa. I guess he was stuck uh, in Japan. It was a situation like this. Because uh, I guess he is a Canadian citizen still, probably. He's a dual citizen, dual I believe. Citizen? I think he does have his Japanese, Japanese-Canadian, Japanese I think. So who knows how the heck. But, but he lives America. in America. Who knows how the heck it works. But they're taking on... Um, Ethan Page, Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy. So I don't know what to call. I guess they they are the firm. I guess uh, you know I don't have time to pay yeah. attention to shit like this. Uh, but it was nice to get some trios action. The crowd was into it. Yeah, you know they were uh, still you know Hardy's on the heel team, but they're still chanting delete and stuff when he's doing his moves. Uh, but anyways, eventually. Uh, yeah, they just go back and forth. Kenny gets in there, hits the V trigger, one winged angel, and then the Bucks hit the BTE trigger, so they get the win, mm-hmm. retain the titles. Yep. 
as expected. It's going to be a fun opening, and uh, you can even hear it like on last week's episode of Dynamite when they announced the show in that little basketball promo. Like the crowd gets hot as soon as they find out. Oh shit, we're going to get to see Kenny Omega later. Uh, yeah, it's a big moment. Yeah, that you and I are still waiting for. <laughs> yeah, fucking fuck you, Tony Khan. Or fuck and you, CM Punk. And CM Punk. Don't blame Tony Khan. Blame CM Punk. Tony, Tony had the power to let Kenny wrestle that night. I know, but he had the, the optics. You know how the optics go. I don't give a damn. <laughs> but uh, anyways, after that, Brian Pillman Jr. taking on Swerve. Uh, haven't seen Pillman in a while. Not that I really noticed. but He had a bit of a different haircut this time, maybe. maybe he was, was he wearing glasses? He, he, he felt a bit different. Looked a little bit better. Okay. Maybe slightly less, slightly less mullety. I mean, uh, yeah, there was there was something different. <laughs> but uh, you know, he did all right in there. Uh, but yeah, eventually Swerve just hits a, hits a big Death Valley driver on the apron, and then the foot stomp off the top rope gets the win. And then they beat him down some more after. So Dustin Rhodes comes out, makes the save for uh, for Pillman. Yeah, I guess, you know, they're, uh, the lineage runs long, so a guy like Dustin Rhodes is going to look out for uh, a pillman yep. of sorts. Fellow second-generation star. Yep, exactly. Uh, Never be as good as daddy kind of thing. <laughs> uh, then we got Tony Storm and Soraya taking on the Renegade Twins, who uh, have been popping up a little bit recently. And uh, Yeah, I like them, but, uh, of course, they're not going to get a whole lot here pretty short easy win for tony and soraya uh then afterwards they pearl pull out some some grease green spray paint and spray l on the renegade stomachs for losers uh loner um <laughs> tony storm needs a new needs new attire she's wearing a baby face yeah, attire i don't know i can't i i'm i'm i find uh something that doesn't work about her being a heel I think everybody likes her and then she just kind of puts on a mean face or they <laughs> or like nothing's changed between her championship run and now more now like she doesn't smile and she's kind of mean mugs uh we need to change something else about the uh about the gimmick because I feel like Paige Paige knows how to heal it up uh I think Tony Storm needs to get on her level Maybe she just needs to spend a night in jail like Dominic. I mean, look how well it did for Dominic. Yeah, He's the hardest core <laughs> motherfucker out there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know what she's uh, I feel like, yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. She's pretty much been rocking the same look for the last four years or whatever since NXT and everything. Hard to say. Oh, well. Main event, Roosh taking on Christopher Daniels. Rare Daniels match these days. He's 52 years old, but he can still go. He was high flying, suicide diving, moonsaults. Uh, yeah, they had a nice little ten minute match. Uh, but Roosh, he had his whole posse interfering, so he starts using the camera cables, whipping, choking Daniels. Uh, just a bunch of interference. The ref doing a terrible job in this one. But uh, yeah, eventually Roosh hits those bull horns, the drop kick in the corner, gets the win. Roosh has to be the most pointless manager uh, in all of AEW. He is not needed. I think uh, Roosh threw his jacket out of the ring and Jose caught it. And that was, I guess, important. I guess at least he did that. 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was. I mean, we'll see more of Roosh later on on the uh, on the on the main on the main show, where of course he shines. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, how, it's uh, we're about halfway through. How about we take a break? Yeah, let's do that. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Of course, we have uh, Raw. And we have NXT. We have Oliver Diamond. Actually, we have a Tweet of the Week champion to crown. Uh, so stick around. My my movie question of the week. I've been doing these every week when we come back from <laughs> here. Uh, yeah. Earlier on in the show, um, or you you kick it off the show by saying "Yippee Kaye, motherfucker." Yeah, um, Mike. I know you said maybe it's been a little while since you've seen the movie or whatever, but can you recall? Can, paint the scene for me that's happening when he says those words. The Bruce Willis character in Die Hard, of course, John McClane. Uh, isn't it when he confronts like the final, the bad guy? Big boss. Um, Alan Rickmans. <laughs> yeah. Mike, and that is where you would be wrong. Follow, falling under a classic uh, uh, Mandela effect of film. <laughs> Everyone pictures the big line. He comes out to the rooftop, hands up, gun taped behind his back. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker! Bang bang, and get that down goes Hans Gruber. But no, he says Yippee Kaye, motherfucker, in the middle of the movie, no fighting or anything around him, while he's just walking around, speaking on the walkie-talkie with the police force down below. It is a total huh. non sequitur line that is just there, and whatever it has nothing to do with the climax of the film uh but it's how we all remember it yeah one of those things it's one of those mandela effect type of uh situations yeah it's bizarre how <laughs> how how memory works and <laughs> yes uh yeah oh, that's funny yeah i don't know that that, that was my uh we'll, we'll we'll be back with another movie quiz trivia of the week uh we do we do these every week i come in with a little tidbit before we get back into our wrestling action um because our first half of the week are done so we're through the weekend here so how about a little monday night raw let's get raw is the longest uh running show ever god you know this information already the show opens up huge ovation to edge the radar superstar and beth phoenix the glamazon um i guess over the weekend a uh a, or, or since the rumble a uh, particular fan had caught a uh a, a fan photo of of edge real getting a big chunk of uh, his wife's rear end i don't know if you saw this <laughs> I don't know if you saw this photo going around, but this week Edge and uh, Beth Phoenix comes out and he goes for that big grab and she says, no, no, no. Uh, They walk down (laughs) to the Edge, get a little recap, you know, of them uh, with the Judgment Day at Extreme Rules um, all that time ago. And then, of course, the return. Um, And then, yeah, Judgment Day. They're the ones who will come out next. Yeah, just the three men, no Rhea Ripley. (laughs) 
Uh, and they just mock Edge for putting him on the shelf multiple times now. And Beth Phoenix claps back. She challenges Finn and Rhea to a mixed tag match at Elimination Chamber. And Dominic accepts on their behalf. And then Judgment Day surround the ring. Street Profits run out, make the save. They all beat Judgment Day down. And Beth hits Dominic with a glam slam. <laughs> and he uh screamed so loud yeah he's like mommy, mommy! right when she was about to slam and yeah, then popped down dominic is on a dominic's on a fucking run right <laughs> yeah ever since he went to prison ever- he's been just, <laughs> ever since he's he went been to prison hilarious. dominic's out of a fucking tear yeah but uh so there you go another match set up for elimination chamber mm-hmm. Uh, two of the guys stay in the ring. We get Damian Priest taking on Angelo Dawkins in a uh, Elimination Chamber U.S. title qualifier match. So, uh, yeah, it was fine. Uh, yeah, the Dawkins at one point hits his finisher, the silencer, but Priest is able to kick out. Dawkins hits a swanton bomb for another near fall, but then Priest just fights back, hits a big spinning kick. And then the South of Heaven to get the win. So Damian Priest is going to the chamber. Yep, Damian Priest will be going for a cha- a, a shot at that championship that he held for, uh, you know, months and months. Many fortnights. <laughs> yeah. Was that during his undefeated phase? I can't remember. Yeah, during the streak, as we call it. He, he put, put, uh, put fucking Jade Cargill to shame. <laughs> Yeah, um, we go backstage. The Maximum Male Models have signed contracts, so now officially part of the Raw roster. Oh, thank God. I was worried they weren't going to find a home. <laughs> They're here. Uh, Chelsea Green shows up, wants to talk to Adam Pierce, doing her new gimmick where she plays a Karen, always wanting to speak to the manager. Yep, new classic um, gimmick. Uh, relates to uh, the generations. I get it. I love watching Karen videos personally. Uh, (laughs) She's upset about not being in the Elimination Chamber match. Pierce says, well, you only lasted five seconds in the Rumble. So she says, do I need to call your manager? She just wants an opportunity. So make it right or I can cost you your job. Uh, Yeah, she's going to be speaking to the manager. What's next is the Karen haircut. Uh, I'm ready (laughs) for it. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, then we get Baron Corbin taking on Dexter Loomis, who I uh, feel like we haven't seen Dexter wrestle in a while. Didn't even get a spot in the Rumble. Not even. Not even the creepy spot. Yeah. But uh, he's got Johnny Gargano on his side. But, yeah, not much to this one. Dexter hits a side effect, gets the quick win. Uh, and then a bit later, backstage, Corbin asks JBL. He says, hey, man, where we're going tonight. And JBL says, I've headlined WrestleMania. There's no we anymore, kid. I'm not ruining my Hall of Fame career on you. So, yeah, JBL's ditched him. So, uh, Corbin sits there looking sad. So, maybe we're going to go back to sad Corbin. Sad, long hair, uh, lone wolf Corbin? God. Uh, probably not long hair. But <laughs> sad yeah, picture lone wolf with bald. Bald wolf. Yeah. Uh, well, I think just stained shirt Corbin like we had for a <laughs> mustard stained shirt. Mustard Poor stained Corbin. shirt. Ah, oh, the man's gold. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. 
Uh, then we got the Beast Brock Lesnar coming out. He's in a good mood. He's high-fiving fans at ringside, which... He's like never, he never done. Him. He's never touched a fan voluntarily. Yeah, so he's in a great mood. Big ovation from the crowd. But he says the Royal Rumble sucked because he didn't last very long thanks to Lashley. And can't stop thinking about him since then. Uh, yeah, he even mentions he was in bed with his wife Sable for four or five hours. And he still was thinking about Lashley. Well, he didn't say Sable. He said, I was in bed with my wife. No, but we all know. We all know Sable. And uh, no, I love I love that he was like I was uh yeah I was hunting I was thinking about Bobby Lashley yeah. I was ice fishing I was I was with my wife and after four hours I was thinking about yeah. Bobby Lashley. So eventually he comes around to challenging Lashley to a match at the Elimination Chamber. Bobby comes out to respond and uh, he just says, "Brock, I beat you the first time and the second time when you beat me, I laid you unconscious." So uh, I'll have my lawyer go over your offer and get back to you. And He pokes Brock in the nose, turns to leave. Lesnar hits him with an F5. Uh, Brock goes to leave, but the crowd chants one more time. So he picks up Lashley, hits another F5. It's the second one. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that'll be a lot of fun, I think, to watch. Uh, I wonder where Brock's plans go for um, WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm still... Holding out hope for that Gunther showdown. Brock's not going to want to uh, lose at Mania, though. I mean, he can get disqualified or something if he doesn't want to get pinned. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Brock? What, what do you think the longest Brock could go? If okay, if that's a match that we book for Mania, I'm writing this down right now. That is going to be a, that's a prop bet. <laughs> How long Brock goes <laughs> if it's the match against Gunther? Because you know, we we know the man. I can mean, play. he can he can go as long as he wants, but it would probably be like. 10, 15 minutes. Give me 17 and a half. They could. I mean, he could do 30 if he really wanted to. Give me 30. He's been in Iron Man matches before. Give me 30. Like, what, 20 at 20 years ago? <laughs> I mean, he could still go. He was in that rumble for like a half hour. That's a good point. Yeah, and he, he, was, uh, he was throwing motherfuckers to the floor. Yeah, so. Anyways, we'll see. See what happens at the chamber. Uh, we got... Meechin, or I guess, uh, yeah, fatal four way to qualify for the women's elimination chamber match. So you got Meechin, Candice LeRae, Piper Niven, and Carmella making her in ring return after seven months away. Months and months, and looking her. more like the Money Mella kind of thing. It felt a little more to me. Also doing a bit of a Lita impression with the she had her underwear sticking out of her pants. Oh, okay, okay, uh, very I, high yeah, up. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. But no mask, regardless. No mask. Hopefully, never again. <laughs> we'll uh, see. So, anyway, solid match. Candice hits a big poison Rana on Meechin, who nearly lands on her head there. And uh, yeah, all three women are down at one point. Piper hits a big triple splash on all three of them. Uh, yeah, Piper was looking good here, uh, getting a good response from the crowd, which is nice to see. Mm -hmm. uh, just one little name change instantly makes her so much more legit. Yeah, well, who knows what her name is? Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, then Candice hits a nice springboard moonsault. Carmella hits a Bronco Buster. Uh, Piper hits Candice with a cannonball. Then Carmella super kicks Piper, gets the pin on Candice LeRae. So Carmella. Going to the Elimination Chamber. 
Wow, nice to see you. I'm following the big return. Yeah, it was a fun match. Some underutilized talent, mm-hmm. and the crowd was into it. So nice to see. Good for Carmella. <clears throat> Next up, uh, uh-huh. what do we have here? We had, ooh, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, accompanied by MVP. They took on Chad Gable and Otis. Nice see Alpha. Yeah. Nice see Alpha Academy still, you know, they're, they're stuck together. Still going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gable goes for the big moonsault. Cedric avoids, and then he hits him with the lumbar check to get the win, which I can't remember the last time I saw him uh, win a match I spe- yeah. in general. Uh, just, in fu- just in fucking general. Uh, you know, the Hurt Business could be returning. Yeah. Whether shooty Lash winners. Former shooty winners. Don't forget that. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly better than what they've been doing. Yeah, so amen. Might as well. Anything is. Uh, then we get Chelsea Green making her Raw debut, taking on Asuka. I mean, Green wanted a match, but yeah, real tough opponent here for her first one back. And, uh, you know, we had all the other chamber participants watching on the outside, almost like a lumberjack match. and. Chelsea did better than she did in the Rumble. She comes out strong, gets some offense in, but starts getting a little cocky. So Asuka just unleashes on her and uh, gets Chelsea in a deep double arm bar. She taps out. Asuka wins. As she should have. You know, uh, Chelsea Green's back, but she's not back to win. No. <laughs> I think... Uh... <laughs> Mike, I've, never, I mean, she'll get I've some never heard such a decisive, quick no from you as I right mean, there <laughs> well she's certainly not in the running for any titles at the moment <laughs> at the not moment to say she can't. Yeah, really at the moment I mean she's still a rung above Dana Brooke and stuff so. <laughs> okay not saying much but okay yeah I don't know she's got a lot of catching up to do if she wants to compete because uh, right now I think Asuka's the front runner to win that chamber match for me and yeah, yeah. Uh, well, as soon as Oscar's in a match, she's the front runner to win it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Bianca Belair comes out for a quick promo, talking about the six women in the chamber match, top tier wrestlers. But uh, you know, you got what it takes to go one on one with the EST. Last year, I was in your guys' position. I won that chamber match, which led me to WrestleMania to win the title. So good luck. See one of you at WrestleMania. That'd be nice to see. Right. Yeah, Bianca Oscar. That's a good match. That's a good match just to have right there. Uh, who's gonna win? I don't know, but uh, I, I, I mean, I want to say though, would it be worth it to open a shooty category of best face paint? <laughs> yeah, no, I maybe mean, we not many people do it. Maybe we can kind of put it in there, test the waters, see if. Uh, you know, see if it if it kind of makes sense. If it's really just between Oscar and Darby Allen, then no. But uh, <laughs> we, can, we can maybe see how it works. In maybe the we could make a face paint slash mask. Combine the two into face one, paint mask. Okay, yeah, best bit. best face. <laughs> <laughs> best facial accessory. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's think about it. If if it ends up being kind of between two or three people, maybe no. But uh, yeah, I mean, guy like Penta, he does both the face paint and the mask. God, you are right. And he has cool masks. I mean, there's a fair bit. 
Sting's got the face paint. Yeah, uh, exactly. House well, of yeah, Black. Yeah, yeah, let's let's th- let's think There's about it. Amount. Let's think about it. I think best face paint yeah. could be a uh, a a potential future shooty. And Oscar, if it was a shooty, um, Oscar has immediately thrusted herself to the top of that that nomination pool. Oh, absolutely! Absolutely, as soon as she steps in the ring. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got Cody Rhodes coming out for a big promo. Gets a big pop. Lots of Cody chants. Not quite on the level of Sami Zayn. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> so he starts talking about Roman, but then the crowd starts chanting Sammy. So Cody says, you read my mind because my path to WrestleMania is not straight. Uh, or my path to WrestleMania is straight, but the destination is not because my opponent's still to be decided. Sami Zayn's got all the momentum going into his hometown for Elimination Chamber, and, uh, you know, it could be me versus Sami at WrestleMania. I respect him. He's a friend. I wish him luck. May the best man win. And that's when Paul Heyman interrupts, congratulates Cody on the Royal Rumble win, uh, and then Cody pulls back the curtain a little bit, says way back in the year 2000, the Rhodes family were on hard times. Uh, financially, they were they were going broke. And Dusty was having to do local commercials for car companies, and uh, that's when ECW came to town. And Paul Heyman gave Dusty a spot on TV and paid him well, which went a long way into helping Dusty regain his confidence. And Cody says, "I can never repay you for that, so thank you very much." And the camera shows Paul Heyman; he's getting emotional here. Like we've never seen. He's fighting back tears. Uh, a side of Paul we've never seen before. And uh, This this had some real, uh, you know, years and years of, you know, things built up. Yeah. So Cody says, Paul, you were a disruptor in this industry and you showed me the way. When I went somewhere else and came back bigger and better. Uh, so thank you once again. And the crowd actually chants, thank you, Paul. So they really got it. They really got it going on this one. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The crowd was into this whole promo. The whole promo. This was an A plus promo. Oh yeah, we're only part way through. Heyman just says, <laughs> Heyman says, "You're good. You really caught me off guard there." And uh, you know, I came out here to schmooze, and you got me personally. And he cracks a smile. The crowd's cheering. We are seeing Heyman like we never have. Uh, he says, all right, if we're going to peel it back, let's go all the way, because this isn't about me. With all respect and love, and dare I even say acknowledgement, this isn't about your dad. It's about you. Everything you fought for from the bottom to the top to the main event of WrestleMania. And uh, you're not just main eventing. You're facing Roman Reigns, the greatest champion of all time. So, you know, will you crumble under the stress? Because no one ever prepared you for that. Right down the road from here at the Performance Center, your father, Dusty, he trained and prepped the biggest stars of this generation. The likes of Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, Bailey, Kevin Owens, and even the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Uh, But you know who your father didn't train and prep was you. And now Cody's getting emotional here. And uh, Cody gets emotional in every promo. Don't, don't. But this was different. Chew it up or whatever. uh, Okay. Heyman says, now as a father, I could counsel you and say maybe your father didn't train you because he wanted you to make it on your own. 
you know, out from under his shadow to be known as Cody, not Dusty's son. I can't tell you how much I loved your father and my God, how much he loved you. And I'll tell you this personally. In my last conversation with your dad, he told me you were his favorite son. But Roman was the son he always wanted. So, ooh. Great line. Just like that. Good line. Yeah. Heyman drops the mic, spoils the moment. So Cody gets right in Heyman's face, forces him to shake his hand, tells Heyman, I'm just trying to win a championship. But everyone wants to make it personal. And that's what you just did. And you're not the one to pay for it. Your boy Roman Reigns is going to, he's going to pay at WrestleMania when I take those titles personally. And then Cody drops the mic. Just an amazing promo from both guys. Yep. Yeah, one hell of a promo. Crowd was loving it. And uh, it was all good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just cool seeing Paul Heyman for a brief moment being traded like a baby face, getting lots of love from the crowd. And both of them all on the verge of tears. And uh, Yeah, easy there, boys. Stop crying. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, we still say Sammy's number one, but I think this segment... Went a long way to boosting up. The well, yeah, it's going to be Cody promos to pump the match up. It, you know, Cody, Cody, nor or Cody's not going to have a match uh, at all over the until WrestleMania. Pro- probably not, right? Why would he? There's no point. I don't know. He could, okay. but uh, I don't know. Either way, great work. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Of fun. <laughs> Uh, what about the Next. main event? The final match of the night? Well, there was one other match. There was Montez oh, Ford yeah. versus Elias. Elimination Chamber qualifier. But uh, we can just skip to the end. Uh, Montez Ford hits the from the heavens, gets the win. So uh, Montez Ford, biggest opportunity of his singles career, going to the chamber there. I think that means that the uh, the whole bracket is laid out, actually. I think that's what they said. I don't remember everybody uh, else, but I think they may have said uh, we're, we're good to go. I believe so, yeah. yeah. Both the men's and women's matches have been booked. Got another week and a half to get there. So, But the main Next event weekend. of the night, of course, we have, uh, we have Bailey. We have Becky Lynch taking each other on. We were supposed to see it at Raw 30 um, or Raw Triple X. Of course, we didn't see it, so we did get our Steel Cage match. They went to end in a classic 0 to 60 in 2.3 seconds. Uh, fucking into the cage, beating the living shit out of each other. Um, going on. Yeah. And of course, uh, yeah, damage control at ringside. Dakota Kai came out limping on some crutches, so I don't know what's going on there, but that may come into play later, but yeah, eventually, yeah, they're just brawling, Bailey's trying to escape, they're slamming each other into the cage, uh, one point Becky's standing on the top rope up against the cage, and then Bailey jumps up, hits a big super Bailey to Bailey off the top rope, but Becky kicks out. Uh, so Bailey starts climbing to the top of the cage. Becky goes after her, applies the disarmor on top of the cage, and then tosses Bailey back down to the ring. And uh, unlike Vengeance Day, this one you can win by escape. So Becky starts to climb over, but then Io Sky jumps up, uh, knocks Becky back down. Dakota Kai slides her crutch into the ring, so Bailey hits Becky with it. 
Uh, but then all of a sudden, we get the return. Hall of Famer Lita comes running down and uh, yanks Io off the cage to the floor. She takes Dakota's other crutch, starts smacking them with it, hits a twist of fate on the floor. Crowd's all chanting Lita. Uh, Bailey tries to escape through the door, but Lita slams it shut. And then Becky hits the manhandle slam, gets the win. Celebrates with her fellow redhead Lita. <laughs> fellow redheads getting together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the crowd is into it the whole night. Becky Lynch gets the win. She's still hot and looking for something to do at Mania, I think. Uh, yeah. You know, she she should al- she, she's always so close to that title picture, whether she's in it or not. Yeah, I mean, maybe her and Lita can challenge damage control for their tag titles or a something. A tag championship thing. I guess that that's all Becky's needing for that triple crown. There you go. Yeah. That could be a fun one to see, though. Uh, but that was how we concluded our episode of Monday Night Raw. So let's uh, flip on over to NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. So where what uh what kicks off the show Carmelo Hayes and Trick uh Trick Williams basking in the yeah. glory of their win um over over Apollo Crews and uh Hayes kind of he turns to the future right away no Braun Breaker yeah. yeah but uh JD McDonough's the one that comes out and says I know you ain't gonna say uh you're not ready to be the face of this brand so Carmelo says you want to fight about it and JD says all right so we'll get that later yeah, setting up the match for later on in the night. JD McDonough, like just like Grayson Waller, though another another two and out. Yeah, you know, and, uh, that's just the way she goes sometimes. That's just the way it is, Tupac. Uh, the first <laughs> match tonight that we get though is actually uh, Zoe Stark taking on uh, Sol Ruka, Mike, a, a personal favorite amongst you. Yeah, a real hot young prospect. Uh, Ruka continuing to look good. Great athleticism every week. She's got the crowd on her side. But, uh, you know, Stark, she's a veteran. She gets those knees up when Ruka tries a springboard splash. And then Zoe hits her finisher, which they're calling the go to Stark, to uh, get the win there. Uh, And then afterwards, she tries to beat down Ruka some more. But Ruka counters, hits the awesome soul snatcher to give the crowd what they want to see. (laughs) <laughs> that's what you want to see hell yeah hell yeah uh and then backstage fallon henley she's talking to kiana james she walks the the tape back she's upset that she cheated to win the titles and kiana just says well you didn't see it at the time and neither did the ref so what do you want to do give back the belts you're finally a champion for your for once in your life and fallon's just like yeah you know but we're gonna give them a rematch and you still need to tell Brooks about that phone call last week, or I will. And we still don't know what's going on. And they walk into the locker room. There's a big surprise party uh, going on to celebrate their title win. So, yeah. Something's That's, going uh, on there. I feel like this is a transition champion, if I've ever heard it. I'm hoping it's all just a misunderstanding. And she's. <laughs> Nothing. She's it's, Mike, it's professional wrestling. Nothing's ever been a misunderstanding. Yeah, it happens. People okay. make mistakes. Okay. What about Dabakato? Normally people are too dumb. <laughs> Normally people are too dumb to watch the tapes back, so that's where the misses. That's a good point. Yeah, nobody would just be like, "Oh yeah, that's exactly clearly what happened." 
Uh, but what about Dabakato uh, taking on Dante Chen? Yeah, a bit of a resident jobber here, but the crowd was actually chanting for Dante for a little bit. Uh, but he got the jobber entrance, so no chance against the big man, Kato. And he tries his best, gets a few moves in, gets Kato down to one knee at one point, but uh, and Daba Kato just slaps the shit out of his chest. Uh, then he hits the sit-out choke bomb and gets the win. Yeah, pretty quick in his first match as Daba Kato. Yep. Since Raw Underground, at least. Yeah, <laughs> or Underground. Uh, Tatum Paxley takes on Isla Dawn, who's now got Alba Fire in her corner. They've fully aligned. They've just agreed to agree. Uh, which, I mean, you know, the tag division can always use more teams, so it's good yep. to have them. Exactly, pair. yeah. Let's not break a team up immediately after, after giving them the championship. Yeah. Uh, so Paxley, she does okay, but Isla just takes over, hits the curtain call to get the win. And then afterwards, her and Alba go to do more damage, but Paxi's partner, Ivy Nile, runs out, makes the save. Pretty quick. Pretty quick and done. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we go to that match we booked at the beginning. Carmelo Hayes takes on JD McDonough. Just a nice competitive match. The crowd pretty split, cheering for both guys. And uh, yeah, Melo hits the big fadeaway leg drop and then a cool move. He did like a a vertical suplex into a cutter, which is pretty cool there. And then JD hits a Liger bomb for a near fall. Mello hits a code breaker, spikes JD down. And yeah, they're just, uh, yeah, he hits the code breaker. Then JD hits a big headbutt. So both men are down. When all of a sudden we get the return of Ilya Dragunov. Uh, yeah, he just runs out, hits Trick, uh, Trick Williams. And uh, all this at ringside distracts JD. Carmelo rolls him up, gets the one, two, three. Uh, but uh, yeah, Melo's angry at Dragunov. He just jumps right over him, hits JD, goes for the torpedo Moscow, but JD rolls away, runs through the crowd. And it was great to see Ilya Dragunov after a little while. It sucked without him. Yeah, I don't know if he's got... Visa issues, or if he's living in the UK still, or what's going on, but I, I want to see him full-time on this roster. Yeah, whatever the hell the problem is, I wonder. But uh, great to see these guys. I'm sure these guys have have history with each other. I'm sure they have uh, chemistry, so let's just get it. Yeah, love to see him back. Yeah. Uh, backstage, Thea Hale goes to talk to Tiffany Stratton, and they're arguing about Chase U, and we get another suck it. Thea tells Tiffany to suck it. That's the crotch. A lot job. of suck it. A lot of suck it's going on. <laughs> maybe they all just want to impress Shawn Michaels. Uh, yeah. Or maybe he's the one booking it. Who knows? But uh, all of a sudden, Ava Rain grabs Thea and just drags her off. So doing some cult shit with the dyad. Well, yeah, the dyad is our resident cult weird shit. So it has to happen. Yeah. Uh, back at the party, Fallon tries to talk to Jensen, but he's got something to say first. Next week, him and Kiana are going on a date for Valentine's. And Kiana walks up, and Fallon changes her mind, doesn't say anything about the phone call. That'll so we're play. still dragging that on. Nah, that'll play out, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, 
Lyra Valkyria takes on Valentina Perez with Wendy Chu in her corner, but Lyra is not messing around, just dominating the match. When Electra Lopez walks out, she slides the brass knuckles to Perez. Uh, she puts them on, but Chu is on the outside saying, no, don't do it. But before she can decide what to do, uh, Lyra hits her with a big stiff spinning heel kick. A black mass, if you will. And that gives Valkyria the win. Man, I have no clue who these two people are. I'll be honest. They've been around for a little bit. Maybe? I, I saw these two people and said, what the, <laughs> hell, what the hell is happening here? That was the... Uh, that was I mean, the, they spent like two weeks building that, that up Myra's debut. That was the impression it left on me. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely near the bottom of the card. But, uh, you know, the women's division, they're always... Working on something new. Okay. Anyway. Odyssey Jones takes on Stax Lorenzo. Uh, big size disadvantage for Stax, but he's got Tony in his corner. And uh, Yeah, Stax, at one point, he steals Seth Rollins' finishing move. He hits a straight-up curb stomp. And that gives him the big win here. That's not a Seth Rollins-specific move. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I, I mean, in WWE... Saying. Other than the spear, they usually try to keep a move to just one person. Yeah, good point, good point. Not that pedigree. Everyone's hitting a pedigree these days. Well, yeah, that's just a story mm. thing. But Anyways, uh, backstage, Team KC interrupt Roxanne, getting interviewed, challenge her to a tag match next week. Uh, and then later, Roxanne announces her partner will be the return of Mako Satamora. So another return on this show. Okay, more returns. Yeah, that's cool to see. Uh, Chase, you take on Pretty Deadly, who are not looking so pretty. They're, uh, I guess they're upset about the loss from Saturday still, looking very disheveled, just wrestling in tattered street clothes. And uh, Yeah, Chase, you as over as ever, crowd firmly behind them. They're in control. <gasps> when uh, Thea Hale comes running out, she escaped from schism, but she's got the little smiley face pins all over her body, and she's just screaming, they're going to get me. And this commotion causes Duke to go out and check on her, which leaves all Andre all alone. Pretty deadly hit the spilt milk, get the win. Damn, that's two straight losses for my boys here of Chase U. Yeah, and poor little Thea, her young, innocent mind getting brainwashed or corrupted by this. I know. Schism. Who knows I what just, happened? I like man lady factions. We I think we need more of them. So don't yeah. be taking the ladies out of the man factions. We need them there. Or start putting man <laughs> men and lady factions. I don't know. Figure it figure shit out. Maybe this is going to lead to uh the first match for Ava Rain take on Thea Hale maybe. Yeah. Yeah, well that's that big uh in-ring debut we're definitely all waiting for. Yeah seem like they're protecting her with they want to make sure she's polished and ready to go I guess. Agreed. Uh, then our final segment we have NXT legend Bailey bringing back the awesome talk show. Ding dong hello. Uh, probably the best talk show going these days. I mean honestly I loved this segment when it <laughs> came out and then uh, it, I was very glad to hear that it returned, but uh, yeah, T Toxic Attraction is there. Bailey puts him over as two of the, as two of her favorites. Hard working. Yeah, 
but she wants to address the tension between them and what happened in the triple threat on Saturday. And they both say they screwed each other out of the title. And Gigi says, you're the one who got pinned. JC says, you weren't being a team player. And I don't need you. I'm a star on my own. On Saturday, your gear looked like a hobo banged a Chucky doll. And Gigi says, I'm surprised you even noticed my gear when you were uh, staring up at the lights. And I call that the JC Jane position. And Bailey asks what they plan to do if they if they split up. And Gigi says she hasn't thought about it, but the sky's the limit. JC says, I'm going straight to the top. Bailey says, but isn't that easier with the ride or die by your side? And uh, Gigi just says, you know, toxic attraction's been her life for almost three years. She alienated herself from the locker room. Everyone hates her. And JC says, well, what do you think they think of me? I've done the same thing. And, uh, you know, Bailey knows better than anyone here that there's strength in numbers, like with damage control. Uh, Gigi says, this place is a shark tank. I need someone who's got my back. Uh, so JC says, you know, I'm not going to lie, Gigi. When I get pissed, I am for the jugular. But no matter what happens, you'll always be my sister. Gigi says, you're my sister, too. So, oh, nice little moment. Uh, but they're getting down to it. We can either go our separate ways and see what happens, so we can have one more run. The crowd cheers. Gigi says, one more run at the NXT tag titles. And JC says, or, and looks over at Bailey. we can take a run at damage control, WWE tag titles. So I was getting hyped up for this. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, but Bailey just says, whoa, don't get excited, idiots. Let's bring it back here. Why don't you two just hug it out? So GG, JC, they stand up, they hug. Bailey puts over the happy couple, toxic attraction, but then all of a sudden, JC hits a super kick to GG. And she wasn't done there. She throws GG hard into the ding dong hello door. Uh, and then hits her with a stiff kick to GG's head. She didn't pull anything on that boot. Hey, that one straight to her fucking face. Yeah, Gigi was crying. She was hit so hard, the door was cracked. And uh, yeah, Gigi's just down. JC's standing tall and they're booing her. How could you, JC? Yeah, it feels, um, I, I don't know. I, t breaking up toxic attraction uh, makes it feel like, um, you know, their whole run was a waste. Um, I don't know. Maybe? I think they're better now than they were before it. They've built their names up by being in the group. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I mean, uh, the Charlotte crowd was into uh, was into whatever the heck they had going on there. Uh, yeah. You, you know. know. So that could be something. I see potential of Gigi being a big baby face. She's yeah. got that. She's got a good look. But She's... Roxy's our baby face. Well, for now. Okay. But. Uh, I mean, between the two of them, Gigi and JC, yeah, seems like Gigi's the one. I mean, she, yeah, I think baby yeah. face. Uh, and then she tweeted out a picture later, just a huge red mark scraped all over her face from that boot. Ooh, so there was really? no pulling that one. Damn. Yeah. Oh, the stiff shot, stiff shot to the face, stiff shot to the face uh, to close out NXT. So let's move on over to Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. 
where the first match of the night we have uh, we have MJF taking on uh, Takeshita in the AW World Championship Eliminator match. Uh, the crowd was fucking into this. These two dudes are at the top of their game. Of course, this is MJF's first wrestling match since. Um, what was it? All full gear. Full gear. Yeah, sorry, I was gonna say. I was about to say all out. Uh, yeah, this was his first match since full gear. So, you know, or sorry, rather, winter is coming. I should have said the the, okay. the, the, Ricky, oh, yeah, the Ricky, Ricky the Ricky Starks match. So yeah. you know, he wrestles once a month, and this was our once a month thing. Uh, this match was hot, fucking head to toe. Crowd loved yeah, it. Big, big strikes. Match. Big fucking uh, spot of the night for me. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure you caught this one too. Uh, they're up there at the top or opened. Takeshita goes for some kind of lariat off the top rope. MJF backflips, lands perfectly. <laughs> yeah, perfect dismount. That was awesome. You know, he's he's got the some hidden athleticism. Every once in a while, he'll pull out a crazy. Oh, he's so move. good. That's why we want to see it more. Yeah, eventually, whenever that babyface run does come, he'll have a lot of tricks up his sleeve. Uh, cool move from Takeshita. He does like a tombstone pile driver, but he like hooks the legs at the same time. So, real cool move there. Uh. And then, yeah, Takeshita hits a big blue thunderbomb, big knee strike to the head for a near fall, but then MJF just fights back. He's working that arm over the whole match, eventually gets Takeshita in the salt of the earth, applies it deep. Takeshita's got nowhere to go. He taps out. But uh, once again, another great showing by Takeshita. Oh, yeah, dude is just stringing up. Great performances. The crowd loves him. The fans love him. Uh, he's really uh, he's really going places. Yeah, and then right after MJF puts on the diamond ring, nails Takeshita, just starts punching him in the head over and over. Takeshita's busted wide open. Brian Danielson comes out to chase MJF off. Yeah, chase him off, of course. Uh, Brian Danielson wants to smoke. Next matchup, though, was Jamie Hayter taking on the Bunny in a women's championship eliminator match. Uh... I've, most of this match, I think, happened during the commercial break, which is why I didn't see it. Or at least most of it. <clears throat> yeah, I saw the picture in picture, but even still, it was a pretty short match. Uh, I think they kind of rushed to the end because uh, it was kind of an awkward moment when Hater goes for an exploder suplex. But I think Bunny mistimes the jump, so she kind of lands on her face and uh, she was kind of holding her eye or nose, and the ref checks on her right away. and they go right to the finish after that. Just the haterade, ripcord lariat. So Jamie gets the win, and hopefully the bunny's okay. Because yeah, yeah, AEW uh, yeah, AEW's next stage is to find a way to build the women's division, whether it's a dedicated gym, like a performance center type of thing. But uh, you know, it was Ruby Soho, it was Britt Baker, it was the bunny now like for some reason we're seeing a an odd amount of injuries from the women's division you know like that that are seemingly avoidable yeah yeah little know. bits Hopefully. like that where people get dropped on their face or you know you take a bump <laughs> too close like those are the types of things where it's a timing problem uh, you know, which I'm, you know, it, it has to be only a matter of time, right? Until we get a, a an AEW performance center. Yeah, something like that. Um, 
Yeah, either way, hopefully the bunnies, uh, nothing too serious there. Yeah, agreed. <clears throat> then we go backstage, Soraya, Tony Storm getting interviewed. They're making fun of all the homegrown AEW talent. When Leva Bates shows up, uh, they just knock her down, spray paint the L on her. So I guess this is their new gimmick, the whole NWO spray paint thing. They're doing a real NWO thing. It's a one-to-one, folks. Remember the NWO? It's a one-to-one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get Ricky Starks coming out for his uh, Jericho Appreciation Society gauntlet match. Another one of these labors of Jericho's. Classic um, labor of Jericho. Yeah. So starts off Starks versus Cool Hand Ange. Uh, Angelo gouge in the eyes, but Starks fights through, hits a spear, gets the pin. So then Daddy Magic is in next. He tries a sneak attack, but Starks just counters into a roll up, quick three count. So moving on, just like that. Daniel Garcia comes out next. Uh, yeah, comes out strong. Starks fights back, hits a big brain buster. And then the spear on the apron. Uh, so they're on the floor now. And then from the crowd, this masked luchador, a fan, as they say, uh, hits a Judas effect on Starks. So, of course, that's no fan. Uh, but Garcia, I guess the ref, I don't know what the hell the ref was doing. He didn't see this. So Garcia rolls Starks back in the ring, gets a three count, disappoints everyone. Starks loses. The Lucha guy takes off his mask. Of course, it's Chris Jericho. He's done this before, folks. We knew it was going to be him. We knew he was going to be the masked assailant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not too good, I think. Yeah, it wasn't much, you know, really all you're taking on is 2.0. Um, but I guess Ricky Starks is getting a match, which is what people wanted in the first place. So, yeah, but I mean, it feels like every single feud that Jericho has goes way too long. And it goes the exact same way because he's and nothing helped. Like, exactly. Yeah, Starks isn't going to be, you know, a month ago he was challenging for the world title, having the best promo of the night. Now he's dealing this with this shit. Yep. I don't know. Too bad. But, oh well. Yeah. Uh, then we got Roosh taking on Brian Danielson uh, on his, another one of those, uh, yeah, his his journey to the number one contender. This is the final match. I think he has to win, so see what we can do. But before the match can even start, uh, apparently Brian, he was checking on Takeshita in the trainer's room. Someone locks the door, so he's stuck. MJF comes out. Says Brian's not here, so ring the bell, start counting to 10. And uh, Aubrey obliges. She's counting. But then Brian breaks the door down, runs to the ring, makes it in time. But uh, yeah, Roosh is able to beat him down for a bit. Bunch of headbutts, which busts Brian open. Lots of blood there. Early on, job. crimson mask early on. Yeah, just bleeding all profusely and. Uh, but Brian fights back. He's hitting a bunch of big drop kicks. Uh, his blood just literally splattering onto the camera. Onto the camera. <laughs> I, I don't know. The last time we, I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah. Very unhygienic. But uh, crowd doesn't care. They're chanting, This is awesome. Great match. They also chant, C, C, C. Yeah. Instead of so he's getting a C chance. Yeah. We're in El Paso. Yeah. Yeah. So lots of. They were also chanting swear words at MJF earlier, I think. Yeah, there was like something that the whole crowd was doing, but I didn't understand what they were talking yeah. about. 
think it was asshole in Spanish. Oh, okay. Not entirely. Sure. Okay. But anyways, Brian goes on a roll, hits the boost psycho knee, but Roosh kicks out. So they slug it out some more. Brian hits another boost psycho knee, and that gives him the win. And like I said, this was his final test. He has officially earned the title shot against MJF at Revolution. This match was uh, badass. Uh, this was uh, so much fun. Uh, I just say right before the match, when they were locked in the room, I think Renee Paquette dropped an f bomb that was not bleeped. When the when the door was <laughs> slammed shut, I thought I I swear I heard her say, "Oh fuck." <laughs> I mean, it's happened before. Uh, LeBron James dropping an f bomb the other night when he broke. Worth Brian's it. Record. TNT. Well, T- <laughs> TNT's having, might having to pay for a couple f bombs between LeBron James <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Renee Paquette. Uh, uh, exclusive company if uh, to be in with Re- uh, LeBron James and Renee Paquette. The only two people to need to cause TNT to pay a fine that week. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Brian wins. MJF storms the ring after. Hits Brian with the diamond ring. And then applies the salt of the earth, so security have to come pry him off. But uh, that's our main event, March 5th, March 6th. March 5th, yeah. There you go. It's on a Sunday again. They keep flip-flopping between Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, no, I feel like Saturday's the better day, but the UFC, they command a certain amount of space or whatever, so... I guess so. Is there pay per view that weekend? And I yes. mean, there's there's Probably. AFC there's UFC every Saturday. It alternates between like pay per view and then like not pay per view. Fight night not, or whatever. That yeah, exactly. It. That's exactly <laughs> correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. But we have a fight tonight for the trios championship. The elite are taking on Top Flight and Ar Fox, former wrestler of the week. Um, yeah. In a lot of fun, high flying, kind of quick mo- uh, moving stuff. Yeah, I mean, you'll remember a few weeks back, Top Flight actually beat the Young Bucks, Mm -hmm. so they've shown they can hang with the champs, but uh, the crowd's still firmly on the elite side. Uh, Fox goes on a nice roll, though. He's dishing out cutters to everyone, a bunch of big dives to the floor, and uh, Fox does this cool move where he, like, it's like an inverted senton. He flips forward while moving backwards to the floor. I don't know Very how he cool does move. it. I don't know how he does it. I mean, you know, you can only do it on the top rope or in the middle of the rope or whatever. Yeah. It's like the opposite of a shooting star. You're Instead of flipping backwards, moving forwards, you're moving back. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, top flight hit the nosedive powerbomb combo on Matt Jackson. And then Fox hits a 450 splash. So they could win the titles here. But Kenny breaks up the pin last second. And then... Uh, Omega hits Fox with a big dragon suplex off the ropes, dumping him right on his head. And then soon after hits the V-trigger, goes for one-winged angel, but Fox counters into a big uh, big roll-up, big near fall. And then we just get a couple more reversals. Eventually, Kenny applies a crucifix pin, holds AR Fox down for the three. Elite retain. Great match. A lot of fun. AR Fox rolls a lot. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like him though. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun, and the crowd, uh, the crowd still loves the elite. Because why wouldn't you? Exactly. So let's go to the main event of this episode. We got the acclaimed defending the AEW tag titles against the Guns. Uh, earlier in the night, 
backstage, Billy said, you know, I'm going to stay in the back, let you boys handle this. So that's why he wasn't out there. Uh, yeah, of course, the crowd, like always, is hot for the acclaim. They're singing, they're scissoring. Uh, guns are fighting dirty behind the ref's back whenever they can. And then at one point, the ref gets taken out with a big elbow and a big bump. The way he like fell through the rows, bumped his head off the apron. It was a big uh, bump. This guy was a former wrestler. That's why he could do it so good. Okay. But, yeah, big bump. So the ref's out. The guns go and grab the tag title, ready to use it as a weapon. But Billy Gunn comes running out to stop them. He picks up Bowens. He's holding him for a second. It almost looks like Billy is going to betray the acclaimed, uh, holding him for the guns to hit him. But instead, Billy stops him, grabs the belt, throws it away. But then his other son nails Billy with the title. Uh, so he's out. The acclaimed recover. Max Caster hits the mic drop, but the referee's still down. So he has to go out and pull him back in. But uh, all this takes too long, so uh, Colton Gunn is able to recover, break up the pin, and the referee is still kind of dazed, so he doesn't see Colton grab the title belt, hit Bowens in the head. Austin rolls him up, gets a slow three count, and the win. The Guns are new champions. Oh, no. The Ass Boys won the championship before FTR, or more recently yeah. <laughs> yeah this this the crowd was in disbelief it's for exactly that reason like you give the titles to the ass boys but not ftr what yeah. is this no they're, they're they're gonna lose it like next week or whatever like we played out the story uh transition champions i'm calling it right here it's the only fucking yeah. way uh the pool of of talent is too large for a you know the acclaimed was something incredibly special now the big boys are fucking here. So let's come back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. At least, at the very least, uh, no longer than Revolution if they're going to drop the title. Lose it at Revolution. It exactly. Yeah. Give them those two yeah. weeks. We've never had a kind of like two-week champion of, or, you know, like a, like a team kind of like that, like that transition thing. I think the Bucks. Uh, yeah, they had one short reign, but. Exactly. At least people were happy for that. But, uh <laughs> Yeah, the crowd was chanting bullshit here to end the show because, yeah, fuck these ass boys. Because it was a little bit of bullshit. Yeah, I don't think anybody wanted to see it. No, uh, I don't but. think anybody wanted to see it. All of that action on Dynamite. Well, hey, I don't think a lot of people wanted to see a, a certain amount of action. Of course, I'm talking about our Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking about now, um, now two-time and only two-time, oddly enough, Twitter League champion Eddie Kingston tweet, okay. tweeting out uh, to the Twitter world at approximately 10.46 a.m. this morning. Uh, side note, since we don't need to see his the his world champ three times within an hour and a half when it's a two-hour show... Fuck Ortiz, fuck House of Black, and fuck the roster. Born alone, die alone. I tried. I don't need anyone, including Mox and Penta. Fuck everyone, especially the Pillars. Eddie <laughs> Kingston. Not a happy guy. Not a happy guy, uh, but will always be a crowd favorite no matter what he does. 
Uh, yeah, for now. For now. For now, Eddie. Need to book him. Play it, play it close to the chest. Uh, and that was, uh, yeah, the Tweedley champion to round out the evening. Um, and then finally, I guess, cap it off with a wrestler of the week. With the wrestler of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Mike, kicking over to you. Who do you got? Uh, yeah, a lot of great wrestling this week. Uh, but, you know, I think my highlight was that promo on Monday Night Raw. I'm going to give it to Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Yeah, you know, one of the slimiest guys in the business, but was able to show some real emotion and actually get the crowd cheering and chanting for him for a brief moment before taking it all away. Uh, Yeah, you know, Sami Zayn's still our boy, but uh, that promo went a long way to hyping up the Cody Romans thing a bit. And they're going to need a lot of help to pump this uh, Cody Roman thing. I can't wait for the two of them to get in the ring together. Um, yeah. on the mics. You know, that will be a lot of fun uh, to see whenever that happens. Uh, I'm giving my rest of the week over on uh, Dynamite. We're talking about Brian Danielson. Yeah. The, uh, you know, what a fantastic match. Uh, you know, when, when he was offered these labors of MJF, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, that means we're going to get to see a bunch of great MJF matches. And Roosh is pretty cool. I really yeah, like seeing no. him in the ring. This was hard hitting and the blood splatter on the fucking. I mean, you you can't book that. You can't book blood splatter on the camera. <laughs> but that was pretty damn cool. And I think it was. I really um so congratulations, Jameson. Paul Heyman cannot wait for the chamber next weekend. Um and then I guess uh Revolution is two weekends after that. So there's certainly not a the, the, this now until Mania is going to be fucking nuts. Yeah, busiest time of the wrestling year. Yeah. So, really, is. we'll keep you guys posted, up to date. Really is. You will have a lot of action over the next few months. Cannot wait. And thanks for listening. Rate, view, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Of course, we'll be back next week with. Uh, I will be post. No, we'll be pre-chamber next week. Sorry, I, I keep getting so the Super Bowl is this Sunday, Mike. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We got we got the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Who's in your pot? Who do we got? I mean, I don't really care much about either team. That's fine, of course. Uh, I'm a Dolphins fan. I don't give a shit either. But you got to watch yeah. the show of shows. It is the yeah. I'll I, I, tune I would in. say I would say the Super Bowl is the WrestleMania of football. Would you agree? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I think the biggest part of the weekend will probably be the Rihanna halftime. Show, the, the big probably. Rihanna halftime show. Well, when they say Rihanna halftime show, you know there's going to be two or three guest artists there alongside. Yeah, I'm trying to. Think the surprise is it's just like a surprise entrant at the Rumble. <laughs> is whoever comes out of that. Yeah. So if the Super Bowl is WrestleMania, the halftime show is the Royal Rumble, where you kind of know who's going to be there, but you never know <laughs> what's going to happen. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, game of yeah, games. Game. Give me uh, give me Philly. 
Sure, why the hell not? I would love to see another uh, when Philadelphia, the when the Eagles won about five or six years ago, and the whole city celebrated. It was funny to see all the degenerate shit. They were just like wasted and <laughs> toppling stuff yeah, over. Definitely. I would love to see that again. I, I uh, but uh, you know, what do you, what do you got? Who, who's your pick? I mean, if I'm putting money on it, it's hard to say. I mean, maybe Philly because Patrick Mahomes. There's questions on his health. But, uh, I mean, Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks in the game. (sighs) It's hard to say. Also, the first time uh, that uh, brothers have played each other in the Super Bowl. Isn't that cool? Yeah, and the Mannings fucked up. They never made it. Damn it. No. um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, forever, uh, like Eli and uh, Peyton had the chance, but Peyton was always blocked out by that bastard, by that sun kisser Tom Brady. (laughs) Yeah. Eli had his revenge though, twice. Yeah, as as many Super Bowls as his brother Peyton, uh, and the Super Bowl is this weekend. So that's a lot of fun. Chambers next weekend. God, just a big next few weeks. And uh, thanks for listening. That's all the time we got. Mike, you take care of yourself. All right. See you next time. Shoot.